there's a lot of really amazing success that came out of this year that's not related to money. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I found myself totally panicking the other day because I was looking at my revenue for the year and I realized that I was pretty significantly behind where I was at at this time last year. And in realizing that, realized that I was not going to make the revenue goal that I set for the year, which was a little bit more than what I made last year. And I was re- I was just really hoping that I would because last year I set a really big goal and I missed it by about $20,000. So I was like, oh, I can totally do that in 2022. And I will not be doing that in 2022. I mean, never say never, but like <laughs> it is probably not going to happen. Um, I will likely make less than I did than I did last year. And this is the first time that that's happened in my business. Um, And I was that like really effed me up. (laughs) So I was just kind of, you know, being introspective and thinking through this and kind of unpacking with my coach. And I was like, you know what, you know, what would be a really great place to unpack this on my podcast? (laughs) So all of these hundreds of people can listen to me talk about my money woes. No, I do think it's an important conversation. Because I'm, I've been really surprised at how, um, how negatively this has affected my, like, perception of success, and that's kind of bullshit, really. I was talking about this with my business coach yesterday, and I was telling her what I said at the top of the show, which was I found myself kind of panicking because I wasn't going to hit the goal. And so I'm like, I'm running the math and I'm, or do, you know, doing the math and running the numbers and trying to figure out, okay, in order to close this gap and meet this goal that I set for myself, I need to do this much in October, November, December. And I <laughs> realized in the spiral that like, what was I doing this for? The amount of money that I'm making in 2022 as is, is still a really incredible amount of money that I should be very proud of. And yes, it's less than last year. And yes, it's less than what I wanted to do. But there's a lot of really amazing success that came out of this year that's not related to money. And I was just like blowing past that because I was so obsessed with this stupid arbitrary number that like doesn't matter. It's above and beyond paying my bills. You know what I mean? Like it it was, it's just so arbitrary, but I know that, I mean, because I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs, female creatives, I know that this is the kind of crap that stops us from setting goals in the first place. I work with clients like this every single year who I say, like, what's your goal for this year? Or what's your goal for this month? And they can't give me a number because they didn't set a number because they're so terrified that they won't hit or exceed that number. But for what? Right? Like, why? (laughs) Does something bad happen if you don't hit this number? Again, there's a difference between hitting a number of like, this is what I need to pay myself every month to put food on my table. And this is my gross revenue in my business. Like these, these are two very different things. 
And while I think it's fantastic to constantly be reaching for the next thing and setting bigger goals and all of those, there's also not any shame in not hitting them. And this has really like forced me to look at some of the ugly parts of like what I believe when it comes to money and making money in business. I remember last year I was meeting with my financial planner and we were trying to figure out like what, um, I don't know what it's called, but if you're like a sole proprietor or an LLC or an S corp, we were trying to figure out like when it makes sense for me to move to a different whatever. I want to say tax bracket, but it's not tax bracket. It's just like what this tax identification thing. This is why I have a financial planner because I don't even know what the names are called. Anyway, and he was asking like, oh, do you, um, do you foresee your business, like your revenue increasing year after year? And I thought that was the dumbest question <laughs> that you could ever, this is why this is so ironic. I thought that was the dumbest freaking question you could ever ask me. Of course, I see my revenue increasing. I am a big fat failure if my revenue is not increasing. Who has a business and doesn't increase their revenue? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, me, I have a business and I'm not increasing my revenue this year. And I still had a lot of really amazing things happen. And I would still consider myself a success. And I still consider you a success. If you set a really big, scary goal, or maybe not even a really big, scary goal. Um, there was definitely a time last year when I was looking at these numbers and I was like, I can hit that number next year. No problem. Easy. Cakewalk. MBD. And I'm not going to hit it. And that's okay. You know, when I really think about this year, there are so many factors that play into this that I'm really proud of, but directly affected me not hitting my goal. Um, one of those is I had a really slow summer. I think I've talked about this before, but at the beginning of the summer, I, I always have slower summers. That's something that I want um, because of my my family and our lifestyle in the summer months. So that's something that I look forward to is a slower summer. But this summer I had um, probably, it was like ten dollars to $12,000 worth of projects, which, you know, that was, it was like one, two, like two projects between them being about ten dollars to $12,000 that just like didn't pan out kind of last minute. It was, it was a situation of ghosting and it was a situation of I effed up and like didn't protect myself. Uh, and so it sucked. It sucked to all of a sudden not have what felt like a pretty substantial amount of money um, that I was thinking I would have. And then in general, um, my summer was slow. And again, a lot of that I planned for, but this summer was particularly slow. It was just quiet. And I talked to a lot of creatives who had the same experience. And I've, I've, I've still been having that conversation because fall is picking up and um, winter is usually busy for me. And that's great. I have had this conversation now with a few other creatives in different industries. And every time I say, like, I'll, I'll ask, like, how was your summer? And they'll be like, um, and I'm like, yeah, mine was slow too. It's fine. <laughs> like, there's like this wall that comes down and they're like, oh, thank God. Like, we feel like we can't talk about this, but different, you know, seasonality in business is really normal and it is not normal or we should not expect it to constantly be so busy all the time. And I'm, massively experienced that this summer. I, um, it was just incredibly slow to the point where I was very uncomfortable and I had to really sit with some of my, I don't love the term limiting beliefs, but that's ultimately what they are. The way that I was equating money to success and 
to like me being a contributing member of my family and society, I had to really look at that and be like, "Mm, that's shitty. Like (laughs) that feels great when I'm making a lot of money and it doesn't feel so great when I'm hardly making any money. And so that involved a lot of spiritual direction appointments. It involved um, starting to see a new therapist. It involved a lot of time with my business coach. Like it was introspection central. I journaled. It's not my jam, but oh my gosh, it's so helpful. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of how I handled this summer because it was crappy and it didn't feel good to be like, People would say, how's your business? And I'd be like, meh, it's really slow. And that's very uncomfortable for me. Um, But I'm really proud of how I handled it and how I kept going and I kept showing up and I kept, um, you know, trying to like work through these triggers that I didn't know were triggers. There is something about the change of seasons that has me craving cozy meals. If there is ever a time of year where I'm going to break out my crock pot, it's now. Of course, if I'm using my crock pot, that means that I really need to have my crop together in the morning to ensure that everything gets into the crock pot and ready for that night's dinner. And let's be honest, it doesn't always happen like that. Luckily, I've got chilled. Chilled freezer meals makes mealtime simple with frozen meals for local pickup and home delivery to communities throughout Eastern and Central Iowa, and they ship meal bundles nationwide. They have convenient options for conventional meals, as well as choices for those following a gluten-free or keto lifestyle. Chilled meals are budget-friendly with options and sizes from single serve to portions for large families. We love the Mississippi pot roast, and I always throw in a couple orders of breakfast burritos when I order my weekly dinners. They are so slick for days that I forget to eat breakfast or lunch, which is kind of often. (laughs) You can get 10% off your first order at chilledfreezermeals.com with the code MADDIE10. That's chilledfreezermeals.com and the code MADDIE10. Because of all that introspection and work with people like a spiritual director and a therapist and a business coach, like all of this work on myself, I had some really big breakthroughs this year. I've been trying to essentially like formalize and format the process in which I help people with personal branding. So, so I can better, you know, teach it and replicate it and all of these things. I've been working on that. I mean, I started working with my business coach in 2019 and that, um, I guess I don't know if that was the goal when I hired her, it wasn't, but it was something that I have found that I desperately want. And it's just, it's been really hard for me. Like every time that I go to a retreat or every time that I meet with my business coach, um, a, a business retreat, I mean, or I meet with her. Like I, I love time with her, obviously, and she she's incredible. I mean, you guys know I talk about her all the time, but I I wound up feeling like so like excited that this was on the horizon and that I was getting closer to it, but it also felt like I wasn't getting closer to it, and it was just like really freaking hard that I I can tell you what I do and I can tell you you know how I work with clients, but to create a process that was like the same every single time and create this framework, it just it felt like it was never going to happen, and it did. <laughs> I, I had a call with her this summer. I posted this on Instagram when it happened because I took a screenshot of me crying, <laughs> and it's one of those things because I had a few people DM me afterward and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear about this," and I was like, "You're not." 
going to give a shit. I keep swearing on this episode. Maybe I should mark it as explicit. I don't even know how to do that. Sorry. I will clean up my language in case you have children in your car. <laughs> but I, I did. I was like, you're not going to give like a single crap about this because it's not something that, I mean, it does matter to the people that I'm serving, but it matters a lot more to me because it makes it easier for me to do my job and to talk about it and to market it. And it's essentially the the personal brand framework, the rebrand framework that I've been talking about now for the last couple of months. And I may, I may say that and you might still be like, what? What are you talking about? Exactly. It's not, <laughs> it's not this like big, sexy thing, but it felt like it. Like it was such an incredible breakthrough in my business. And I have no doubt that that happened because I had the capacity to really think about these things and to really dive into like, what is the process and what am I doing? And And who am I working with? Like, who are the clients that I want to continue working with? And so this year felt like such a year of refinement and simplification, even though it took me until October probably to get there. Um, my, my word of the year this year was simplify. And I was laughing about that the other day because I feel like I, in order to simplify, I had to make it really complicated (laughs) and then realize that that was a bad idea. And so it was a 10 month process of making things more simple and easy to understand and like peeling back all of the stuff that didn't matter. And that wasn't growing my brand and my business and that pairing away. Is that a phrase? Pairing away that that um, pruning, if you will, it made it so I was making less money. Like I, I was working with fewer people. I was marketing my services less because I was just like working in my business, and I'm really proud of that too. Like, yeah, it's a pretty direct reason as to why my business is making less money this year. Like, there's a cause and an effect, and yet it's one of those things that feels so um, gosh, helpful, severely underplays it, but it's one of those things that feels so incredibly helpful going forward. Like I will be able to market and sell and speak about what I do so much better next year because of the internal and external work that I did this year, because of the uncomfortable questions that I asked myself and that other people asked me. And I still have a lot of work to do. I'm not talking from the top of the mountain. I will never be talking from the top of the mountain, but oh my God, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. And so when I look back on this year and I see those numbers and they're significantly lower than what I thought they would be and what I wanted them to be, it's really easy to go to that place of feeling crappy about it. And I've been really working to reframe that because when I think about it, that's not how I feel. It's not. The number is just a thing. But at the end of the day, I am so happy with how this year went. Like, I feel so incredibly aligned with what I'm doing and the people that I'm working with and the conversations that I'm having. And I do think some of that is being communicated just in the way that I'm showing up because I've had more people ask me about speaking opportunities. I've had more people ask me to be on their podcasts or to work like in their communities And that's what I want. Like that feels like such a privilege. And that feels like such a it makes me feel like a grown-up. Like it makes me feel like this business that I have in my home office and you know, South Dakota. It makes me feel legit. And I've said the word a hundred times in this episode, but it makes me feel really proud. And that means that I'm making less money this year. And that's okay. And I'm really happy that 
that's where I'm at. So I I know that there are going to be years in your business where maybe you're not super thrilled with what the bottom line says at the end of the year. And you might have some of the same feelings that I was having earlier this week. And that's okay. It's okay to have those those feelings. But you know, the this exercise that I've been using for the past couple of years of really getting curious and asking myself, well, why am I having these feelings and where are they coming from? And do I actually feel that way? has been really helpful in this instance too, because I've realized that obviously numbers and money can be really triggering for me. But at the end of the day, I'm just really happy with everything that transpired and recognizing that the money that I've made is a reflection of that. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm really cool with it. So I will still be setting a goal for next year. And it's probably going to be the same goal I had for this year, honestly, because next year I feel like I can hit it I, next year, I feel like I have all the tools in my tool belt because of 2022 to just like crush that goal. I mean, not crush as in like super exceeded or anything like that, but I feel like I can do it in a way that again, feels really um, in integrity and aligned and not like I'm going to be so busy and get burnt out. Like I feel like now I have the tools to do it in a really great way that feels fun and easy. And I don't think, I I mean, I couldn't have said that last year. Um, So yeah, I'm still going to set a goal at the end of 2022 for 2023. I'm probably going to be triggered by that goal (laughs) because that is just kind of where I'm at right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I am confident that next year will look different, but I'm also confident that if it doesn't look different, while I'm sure that will be frustrating that I can look at the year that I've had again and pick out the things that were really wonderful and really successful um, and not related to money. So this is a tricky topic, guys, and it's given me a lot more empathy for the people that I work with because I've always really liked setting goals. And so having clients who I'm working with who are like, no, no, that's not for me. I don't want to think about money. I don't want to talk about money. What if I don't hit it? Like that's going to mess with my head. I don't know that I've had the empathy for that until now, really had the empathy for it. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I've been there. It's such a, it just Fs with your mind, uh, but it, I, it also allows for some really cool introspection. So thank you for letting me use this episode to kind of unpack my feelings around this. Um, if this is something that you're dealing with, I would love to hear about it. Uh, slide me, slide, slide me, <laughs> slide into my DMs find me in the Facebook group. I think that this is an important conversation that we need to be having because quite frankly, there are going to be years where we're not experiencing revenue growth, but likely we are experiencing growth in other areas. And I think that's really cool. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.